chump, then up in the trunk After being hit by the pump, is that what you want? Be easy, nigga, I lay your ass out Believe me, nigga, that's what I'm about Gangsta, you can find a nigga sitting on throne Hit the clutch, hit the gear, hit the gas, and I'm gone yeah. If I can't do it, homie, it can't be done Now I'ma let the champagne bottle pop I'ma take it to the top, show I'ma make it hot, baby, baby all right, week 10. It is going by too fast. Spence, what is up? Hotter than the tea kettle, baby. Hotter than the tea kettle. Had me going back listening to Get Rich or Die Trying. Because you know what? That just feels like the motto of my season this year. Get rich or die fucking trying. What up, baby? What up, dog? All right, and also, we got a special guest. Living legend, dog. What's up, man? Uh, You know, just chilling. Just uh, trying to maintain my streak. Yeah, we got got a couple couple of streakers on the line. Uh, We'll we'll get into that, though. But uh, so we were off last week. It was it was Halloween. Had to eat some bite-sized Milky Ways, but. So week nine results are big dick of the week. Actually, no, we should cover the last one. Cause, so the first big dick of the week, of the season, that was AJ, right? He won the first one? I believe so. Yeah, so AJ won the first one. Last week was Timmy. He dropped 147, beat Kareem Pie with 142. Uh, next up, Bear Jew dropped 130, or 139, beat Old Lightning, 131. Das Boot. 135 took down nasty with a 97 and then dog getting the big win over Suggs with a hateful 84 i think the hate was deserved <laughs> and then yeah, I, I didn't i didn't hear, i didn't hear, okay you're not done no, yeah, yeah. yeah and then grit right. 122 with a big win in the standings Taking down Poppy with 112. Gentlemen, how are we feeling? How are we feeling about the season? Man, Kurt, uh, last week was my scariest week. Um, no bark, no boy. And I dropped buckets, baby. I came in there and I dropped buckets. And it was a good feeling. And now I think my team is right where it wants to be. I don't have Gronk yet, but where the standings are and Looking at everybody's team, I've never felt more alive heading into the, stre- that, the, the, the tough stretch of the season to head into the playoffs to head into the championship weekend. Man, it's it's close. It's it's real close. I think a lot of people have like impact players. So I, I'm I, I I kind of feel like my team's a little. Been struggling as of late, but you know I am still the point leader, so I got that. Yeah, that goes a long way, especially with the standings. So to get into that, uh, in first place at eight and one is Das Boot. So he's got a two-game lead. Um, he is looks like either third, maybe fourth in points. So I mean, but at eight and one, he's effectively already clinched. I mean, even if he loses out, he, he's well, pretty much in. Uh, according to Fancy Bros, he already did. Like, I, I don't know how, yeah. if it's 100% accurate, but it's it says he has 100% chance of making the playoffs. So I think even if he loses out, he'll be in. 
Yeah, I mean, like mathematically, he's pretty much in, like like a ninety nine point nine percent thing. But um, all right, and then dog, you are second at six and or six and three, uh, two games back. But like you said, points leader. Um, then next up, we got four teams bunched at five and four. So it's really it's points that are separating them. Uh, Poppy's Angels in third, Cream Pie in fourth, Grit in fifth, a red hot Grit, and then Mix and Match, which we never know what we're going to get with them. Um, they are in sixth place at five and four, but impor- important for points, they are, I believe, 11th in points. 11th, so, and, then, and then first in points against. Like with the least points against, you mean? Yeah, it's his season. Season's about to get rough. We'll get into that. <laughs> uh, all right, and then then we got three teams at four and five. Bearju, who is pretty sure second in points, um, so he's in a good. If he wins a couple games, he's in a good spot. Nashy, four and five in eighth place, and Run CMC, uh, four and five, ninth place. So things are tight. Dog, uh, a couple of days ago you mentioned you think this is like the tightest season we've ever had. And uh, I mean, I, elaborate I, I on it a little bit. I haven't been around as long as you guys, but I, I just feel like in our past years we've had at least like two or three teams that were just terrible. And now, I mean, now who's the worst team? I mean, some people say you have the worst team. Some people, I guess maybe Bill, but Bill's had a couple upsets too. And then you have. Tim, whose team is like really good, like, um, I mean, Tim is Tim has had like a historically really unlucky season, but like he probably can't make the playoffs, but he'll probably upset upset a lot of people down the stretch if if uh, Hopkins and uh, Watson keep playing well. Yeah, so I mean, I think just the way it's at now, I really do think if Tim wins the next three games and scores, you know, at least 125 points a game or sorry, the next four games, I think he can get in there. It to what you said, dog about his points. It's crazy, man. If his, his points against would be the highest scoring team by like, by like 53 points right now. (laughs) Like that sucks. Uh, He, then this past week, the team that he beat, like how they do that that thing. It's like if so and so played their schedule, and they were like, I think it was cream pie. They said if if he played his schedule, he would be one and eight right now. So just to show, like, it's impressive. Where this is Tim's show fantasy football is a lot of luck. Yeah. Well, right. yeah, yeah, so, so the luck thing. This is uh, just just an observation, not an excuse for the record. Uh, the top three teams and points against. Timmy with 1308 in 10th place, Old Lightning 1203 in 11th place, and who the fuck is Mike Davis with 1193 in 12th place? So I think there is definitely some correlation there. We'll say that. But all right, um, so some pickups this week, nothing too crazy. Uh, Bearju made some moves. Bearju and Dosboot made some moves. Um, Bearju picked up Mike Davis for 23, which on the surface isn't that interesting until I realized he's playing Nashy this week. So if Carson's out, Nashy not only loses a running back, but then 
Fairview has that running back who would start over him. So that's a, actually a pretty big pickup. Um, I grabbed Maurice Harris for six. Uh, das Boot grabbed Kiki for five. He he's in. Uh, he needs some help at receiver for sure. He grabbed the Philly D for two. And then Theo Riddick, Fairview picked him up for one. Spence, Theo Riddick, it was his first week back last week. What did you think of, uh, I guess, his impact on Kerryon Johnson and just the overall situation? Well, he does what he usually does. He gets in, runs past plays. The defense knows they're running past some plays. Um, he has a few catches, and he absolutely fucks Kerryon Johnson. The coaching staff there, man, it, it it boggles my mind. Like, you win when you give Kerryon Johnson the ball. It's the stats are there. The numbers don't fucking lie. It, it, it's upsetting, but I hope that, you know, I'm just, you know, trusting the process. They have to see that he is the key or one of the big keys to them winning. They got rid of Golden Tate. They've had Theo Riddick for years. It they they, they got to get this kid the ball. Have you sent Jim Bob Cooter any letters? Yeah. <laughs> I have I have about twelve messages in draft that I've typed up and I just felt better. I can't believe you know the coach's name. Yeah, man, offensive coordinator Jim Bob Cooter. And and what also blows my mind is how they run any type of screenplays to Legarrette Blunt. Why would you waste a screenplay on somebody that, if you just replace them with somebody that's quicker and faster, can do a lot more? It doesn't fucking, like, why, why would you ever do that? It doesn't make sense. You're catching them off guard. Bitch, you lost. Idiot. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting. I mean, uh, there, so we got four weeks left, including this week. We got some important matchups. Um no one is truly out of it until you hit eight losses. I mean, six and seven, maybe. I don't think it will get in, but um, no one's no one's fully fucked yet. But I think once you get to seven losses, you can. It's pretty much over. Even six losses, but I'm I'm just saying that to uh, stay positive over here. But on, <laughs> on that note, uh, two teams. Well, one team with myself, three and six, going against who the fuck is Mike Davis at two and seven. Uh, we are we are battling for pride at this point. Uh, so right now he's got he's got somebody on by, um, but actually it looks like he might be favored um, a little bit on points once that comes in. Uh, we don't have to spend too much time on it, but. What do you guys What do you guys think about this one? Who's he going to pick up? Because tight ends are uh, slim, man. Like it was, it was tough trying to find somebody to replace Gronk. Ben, is Ben Watson on the wire? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, yeah, there's. He won't be. He won't be <laughs> time Bill listens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's getting. He got. He gets Zeke back this week. He gets. Uh, Hopefully James, or hopefully for him, James White is healthy. Um, he's got Drew Brees what going with again. James White? I, I I didn't get to watch that game because I was fucking. People, this is a public service announcement. Hire movers, okay? Don't fucking bamboozle your friends and your relatives into fucking moving 
a 10 by 10 foot, 10 by 10 by 10 foot shit of stuff everywhere for an entire fucking day. Because that was football Sunday. It was ruined. But. Yeah. No, I mean, I moved, I moved in, in mid-September. And, I mean, it sucked. I, we, I paid probably, like, including tip, it was like 550 bucks, but and we only moved a mile. But they, they do everything. It's it's really it's great, and, <laughs> so, and they don't fuck up your walls. They put like you know cardboard yeah. and shit, so it doesn't fuck up your walls. I always fuck up my walls moving like dressers and shit up the stairs. Yep. So, uh, well, if uh, anybody in the Los Angeles area is moving, I got a promo code. They'll uh, send me twenty bucks if you use them. So JFK Moving Co. Uh, if dog, you decide to move out here. Um, all right. So for this game, uh, I'll say about my own team. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about Deion Lewis's last two games. Duke Johnson looked pretty, pretty explosive. Uh, I think garbage time is going to be awesome for him. So uh, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about the matchup this week. Yeah, the, the matchup. I, 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 uh, I definitely think that. With Antonio Brown in the lineup, is he playing this week? Yeah, I mean, yeah. With Antonio Brown in the in the lineup. You know, I I think it's only a matter of time before he he busts out. He he's due for a forty point game. I'm um, not a matter of time because he's he's a lot older now. But I think he's got to get at least one. You know what I'm saying? So, I I see I see I see big things out of Antonio this week. Doug Baldwin, um, they they tried to get that kid uh, more in, involved in 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 the, in the game a lot more, uh, no pun intended. But he he's just not he's not Doug Baldwin. He's not as as talented as he is. So I, I think Doug Baldwin will have a bounce back game. And you're right, Deion Lewis is he's uh it, it's turning out to be a pretty even trade looking back and uh, for for what we got in the value. So Phil Steen. His receivers are terrible. His tight end is going to be terrible. Um, and his flex is terrible. So, yeah. He he might put up another 60-point game. I'm, I'm taking Kirk. Dog, Dog, you there? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I Looking at Bill's team, yeah, Bill might have the worst team. Um, I don't even know who, who the Miller wide receiver on Chicago is. Um, what is he like a, a recent resurgence? He's a rookie. I think he was. I think he was injured for a couple games. So like he's been out of the lineup. Um, looks like. Yeah, it looks like he missed a couple games and then it's just been kind of quiet. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I think I think it's more even than than it looks on paper. But uh, like Spence said, Antonio Brown's good for a touchdown a game. Um, Ezekiel Elliott's having like a pretty down year, and that's kind of, you know, all, all the big point scorer that Bill has. So, I'd say it's probably your favorite easily. Cool. Well, yeah, he's, he's he's starting two Chicago wide receivers. That's yeah. Not a good sign. That and also interesting, like he's he's not he's doing that, but he's not starting the quarterback, which. You might as well roll the dice and take the upside if you're going to start two of the receivers. But I mean, that's that's why we call the show hashtag upside. Hashtag upside. All right, next game. So when I was putting together the 
the order for Game of the Week. This one was controversial in my own mind. I had some uh, internal debate. On paper, it looks like it might be the Game of the Week, but in terms of standings, it doesn't really matter. Uh, we got Das Boot at 8-1 and one going against Poppy's Angels. Um, obviously, two of the best teams, two contending teams, but even if AJ loses this game, he's still in first place. Um, so he's he's struggling with receivers, man. Those those injuries are rough, um, especially coming in the same week. But and then on the other hand, on the other side, drama looks like his receivers are starting to wake up a little bit. So what do you guys think about this matchup? Let me take this one for us. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh... I mean, Connor probably what t- at least like maybe top three back this year. Um, I think he's number three. He's, he's killing it, man. Yeah. So yeah, he's like a multiple touchdown in the game type of guy. Um, I mean, Kamara is like a guy that can get you forty points any week. Um, but for as Fournette, did Fournette play last week? No, uh, he's. I I don't know if he's practicing or not. I think he's. I saw something today he that through, he still is. He went through drills for the first time. Okay. In so he'll probably he'll, he'll probably play, but be limited. I would say. Um, I think that uh, I don't know. I I, th- I think I think drama has kind of the better matchups for the week. Um, I mean. Alex Smith, I would never start him. He's fucking terrible. But <laughs> other than that, um, I think that that Mark could have just went out. Yeah, I like I like the Alex Smith matchup um, mainly because he's going against Tampa Bay. So I don't remember where I heard this stat. It was some podcast I was listening to, but they were saying like if. Basically, every team that has played Tampa Bay, like if you combined what I think was like with their um, play success rate, it was like 50%, which is, or 55%, which is league average. And then if you single it out, each one of those teams, when they played Tampa Bay, they jumped up to 80%. So basically, Tampa is like a historically bad defense. So if Alex Smith is ever going to have a big game, I think, uh, think this could be it. So maybe drama just rolling the dice. Yeah, he just looked has looked really uncomfortable so far. I think he will come around. I'm just not sure when. I, I just would never start him until he does. <laughs> yeah, luckily he's getting Alshon and, and Zach Ertz back. Good time to get him back. Um, big holes for him last week, especially with Mike Evans dropping a two-point dud. So things like that with Mike Evans, is why I didn't want to draft him and what always scares me about him. Like a receiver like that should never have a two point game. Like it I, I I don't care who you're going against. You you need to get ten points. So I, I think that's a, a, a big question mark. Um Washington needs a bounce back game. They do have a lot of injuries, but hmm, you never you never know. Um I I think I think Dallas Booth's gonna keep rolling. He just he just has it this year, and yeah. I think I think he's just going to keep going. I mean, I don't, I don't want to go through his matchups too much. I do want to point out that AJ, I was wrong. James White is not a top five back; he's number six. 
So um, you can grab that. But staying put, trusting your process. I mean, I called it. Let's just let's just say you, you it, you're gonna miss him come down the stretch. You're gonna miss James White first. Yeah, he's gonna have to figure something out of receivers. Um, if I mean, if Josh Gordon turns out to be to be the real deal, though, which he he looked good the other night. So I mean, we'll see what happens to DJ Moore. Well, I mean, huge huge break for him that AJ Green's only gonna miss a couple games. Um, I mean, I think if you're if I'm eight and one, I'd rather have AJ Green sit out for three games and then come back for the playoffs. So, uh, I mean, when when you draft AJ Green, you gotta you draft him expecting him to miss at least two three games. I mean, as he ever, I can't even remember the last season he's gone with actually playing every game. No, he's a fragile guy. Funny, both guys named AJ. Both guys have foot issues. <laughs> All right, um, I am taking drama in this one. What do you guys got? I got AJ. I pick Mark, too. All right, split on this one. Uh, next matchup. So this one going to be getting into the ones that are big for the standings. At 5, 4, and 6th place, mix and match going against run CMC 4 and 5 in ninth place. Uh, Suggs needs a bounce back week in the worst kind of way. Um, and then, yeah, Brad finally got, got the Julio Jones touchdown. So that I could open up the floodgates. We, I mean, he might just start pouring it on now, but what do you guys think about this one? Yeah. Atlanta's offense has been really good all year. And yeah. although Julio has not got the touchdowns, everything else is there. So if he starts getting the touchdowns, that could be scary. Um, I do think they have a guy called Calvin Ridley that is a stud as well. So that might take away from some of the touchdowns that he could potentially get. Um, I like everybody in the Rams offense. You know, Sean McVay, win, lose, or draw, he's going to move that ball up and down the field. Uh, Devin Funches, he's, he's, he's got a good matchup in Pittsburgh if he's not being shadowed by Joe Hayden. Um, I still think that with with Cam, Cam trusts punches to just go get it. So they're going to be, uh, there's there's always that play, or or there's a lot of times where there's that play that he just throws it up and and punches makes the play. And against Pittsburgh, who gives up a lot of uh, air yards, I I think he'll he'll get a touchdown in this game. Christian McCaffrey's a stud. Uh, Sorry, Bill, you can't get Ben Watson. He has been picked up. And I, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I said one week I like Suggs team, and now looking at it this week, I hate it. I think it's trash. I think he, I, I, I think he's gonna fall, and he's falling fast. Marking, Mark Ingram isn't who he thought he thought he's gonna be. He's missing Sony Michelle. Um, even if he comes back, I, I don't, I don't think they're gonna put a heavy load on him. So I'm taking Brad this week. Run CMC. Yeah, the so Tariq Cohen I think is going to be interesting. It basically seems like in games where the Bears aren't favored, he's got huge. Like when they have to score points, he has big games. And then when they're favored, like when they're playing a shitty team, it kind of turns in, turns into Jordan Howard games. So that'll be interesting to see. I mean, looks like he's got 
they got Detroit and the Giants this week, so those could be Jordan Howard games. And then the next two weeks, it's the Rams and Green Bay. So that, those could be three Cohen games. So um, you never know. But that's always frustrating when you have, like, a running back situation like that where you don't really know. Uh, Doug, you – I don't think we've uh, we've had your take on it. So the, the Sony Michelle-David Johnson trade, what uh, – well, I mean, so, so far it looks like um, I really uh, lucked out with that one, but uh, I thought it was pretty even at the time. I thought actually I was taking all the risk, honestly. But um, you know, I, I I think that Patriots backs are kind of unreliable historically, so that's another reason I did it. But um, I don't know. What do you think? I like it from from. I mean, it makes sense for both. I, like, I think you got the better side of it. I just think there's there's more upside. Like, you know, ultimately, if Sony Michelle's healthy, he might be a little safer just because New England's offense is so much better. But I think David Johnson. Is, I mean, I, like, I, don't, oh. I don't like. I think David Johnson is still good. Like, that's my personal opinion. But like, they really put him in the absolute worst situations. Like, they don't get him the fucking ball in the passing game. Like, it's, it's like the quarterback doesn't even look at him I, when I watch one of their games. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I think that he gets enough touches where he's kind of like a 10-point at least guy, um, you know, with, you know, that hashtag upside or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, this is kind of a, a random – tangent I was talking to McFly about that I thought about and specifically around David Johnson. So like with, with what Duke Johnson did. So on the Browns, like all they did was switch the offensive coordinator and Duke Johnson comes out there and has, you know, a 30 point game. Whereas the weeks before he was scoring like two points. And it, then it made me think like, all right, David Johnson two years ago in a good system led the league and everything now he's like middle of the pack. So really just making me wonder, like, I wonder how many players out there just weren't in the right system that could have been great and their careers just kind of like washed up. Like the example McFly made was Cordell Patterson. Like he was almost out of the league. And then last night or, or on Sun, Monday night, Sunday night, whenever they played, like he looked like an awesome running back, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, all, if, do, do you think Jared Goff would be any good without Sean McVay? I mean, remember how abysmal he was when he first his first two years in the league. I mean, I think that it absolutely is luck of the draw for a lot of players. I mean, there's some there's some like certain positions where I think you can kind of like if you're talented enough, you can shine, especially on defense. Um, yeah. But offensive, yeah, it seems more scheme oriented. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, somebody like Sony Michelle just in the right place versus David Johnson. You never know. Um, all right, but overall, in this one, uh, I think I got to take Brad in this one mainly because he's got a bunch of good matchups. He's got like all of Atlanta going against Cleveland. Uh, he's got Brandon Cooks who finally got involved. AP's going against Tampa. Um, I think he's just got some some good situations. Well, who'd you pick up? Uh, I, I, I didn't, 
I didn't pick yet. You know, like I said in the thread, I think uh, Rob's team can score a lot of points. Um, I think that it's kind of either or, though. You know, he, he scores under 100 or scores, uh, you know, 150. So I, it's it's hard to pick him based on that. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, But Brad also has – <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, you're good, dog. Uh, hey, this is your time, man. Let it out. Uh, let me think. Um, I guess. Uh, I guess I'll go with Brad. All right, Spencer, did you take? I took Brad as well. We got three for Brad. Yeah, feel that hate, bitch. <laughs> All right. Um. Wait, so before we get into the next one, Spence, we uh, forgot to cover it at the top, man. The the night of your life tonight. Would you roll? Kurt, I rolled a three-game 671 series. Uh, if you know anything about bowling, as an amateur, that's fucking lit. 212, 261, and a 198. The 261, I bowled 11 strikes. And only had one missed split. So it was a hell of a fucking night. Took down one of the top teams. And we're rising up the ladder, baby. You said some Persians Some Persians got in a fight? No, so, no, some gays got in a fight. They they started brawling, dude. Like it, and, and the other gays, like, pranced around it and didn't know really how to break up. So it just kept escalating. And they were, like, crushing each other, dude. So, um... Like blood was drawn? Yeah. <laughs> like, Where is this? Uh, Lucky Strike? No, nah, this is at uh, Annandale AMF, Pride of Alexandria. Oh, that's fucking hood. So, and yeah, and then these fucking, it's like 10 Persian dudes, they come in here, they drop off their 50 kids, the kids are running up and down the lane, going in the fucking arcade, getting buck wild, and they're out there smoking cigarettes. Looking at nudes on their phone from some girls they're getting. I don't know. It was wild. It was a wild ass night. On a school night, man. Can't be having that. Yeah, dude. Right, right. You know, those Persians are probably like all in like a hut or something. Like they're probably like homeschooled in a mansion. Gypsy camp. Yeah, I've never seen them in, in class. Like, I've never seen those type of kids in school. They're probably homeschooled. All right. Next game. This is uh, this is another big one. I, I mean, this is a huge one actually for um, for the playoffs. We got Bearju four and five in seventh place, going against Nasty four and five. Uh, Nasty's a little little banged up at the running back position, but he's getting got all of his receivers back. Uh, he's got, he's finally got his kicker back. He needs rolling. Uh, McFly looks like he. He he's turned out to have um, some pretty solid running backs. Nick Chubb looks good. Melvin Gordon seems to be healthy. Tyreek Hill looks like that injury is not going to be much. Um, yeah, two two solid teams here. What do you guys think? Why don't you start, dog? Uh, I don't know. Um, I guess uh, I, I I like I like Sam Stews better, but 
they, they've kind of been declining since week one. So I think uh, with Mike Thomas playing so well I'll, and Aldo Beckham being so underwhelming, I'll probably pick uh, Sam. Do you think wh- what impact is Dez going to have, positive, negative, or not at all, on Michael Thomas's like fantasy value? I don't think it really have too much impact. I think Dez is, doesn't have any explosiveness anymore. He's kind of just like a possession guy these di- now. So he's maybe you know get cuts catch a couple third downs, but. I don't think he's going to make a big impact on targets. I think it at least should be some good TV just to have him back in there. Spence, what do you think about this, baby? Yeah, this this is this is the McFly's team that I thought was a, a top dog, and now you add add Nick Chubb to that. But I mean, given that it's fantasy and, and anything can happen, it's crazy. That one, you know, go the wrong way, and these top players could be out of the playoffs. McFly could miss the playoffs. It's it's real. It's realistic. I don't think it will happen, but it's it, it's in play, and that would be insane to have a team like that and just not have the right breaks. But that being said, I just think that the Tyreek Hill, Mike Thomas, Melvin Gordon, and now especially with Nick Chubb going against Atlanta, who, I mean, I know Washington didn't do much last week, but they're just so banged up. They they can't stop a nosebleed. They they really can't. So, Odell Beckham. The only good game they had was against Washington. Yeah, yeah. So, and I I think that's more a testament to Washington than it is to Atlanta's defense. So, Odell Beckham going up against San Francisco – even though Eli's playing terrible, I think that, that he can get big big numbers against San Francisco. Robert Woods in Seattle. Seattle's defense isn't a legion of boom. They give up a lot of passing yards. Uh, Shaq Thomas uh, is one of the worst cornerbacks in the league. Kenyon Drake is against uh, Green Bay. He's one of those guys that, you know, he should put up 15 to 20 a game, but you never know how he's going to use it. It's kind of like a Tariq Cohen situation. Um Matt Breida, he'll probably get hurt in the, in the first quarter and then come back in the third, maybe have like 15 points. And uh, Jimmy Graham, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry, he'll catch like 10 three-yard passes or something. But he just can't – he doesn't have the firepower, I think, to to keep up with Tariq Hill against a good matchup in Arizona. Um, I, I don't – even though Patrick Peterson is good, he's good against like possession receivers, I think. He, he's not fast enough to keep up with the bomb threat that Tariq Hill is. Um, I don't like, know, man. That's It's going to be exciting to watch. I mean, like, they're going to win by four touchdowns, but, like, it, Patrick Peterson always shadows, like, no matter who they're playing. That, if there was anybody who can stay with Tariq Hill, I mean, I would imagine it's him. So, it'll be at least be interesting to watch. Maybe two years ago, three years ago, but... I think the speed is the first thing that you lose in the decline. And I, I don't – Tariq Hill is in his prime, dude. Like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but, Mike Tom, but Mike Thomas against Cincinnati, 
you know, they give up a lot of points as well. Melvin Gordon, hopefully he's healthy this week. Like I said, Atlanta's defense is terrible. And I think uh, Aaron Jones needs a bounce back game. After he had a big fumble last week. Um, really putting us in a bad situation. So I, I'm looking for big uh, Bear Jew to have a big game. My call for BD of the week. Ooh, interesting. I think I I gotta go with maybe I'm I'm picking this one with my heart because if Sam I just need Sam to keep losing so I can hopefully pass him because I won't be able to beat him in points. <laughs> so if we have the same record, he'll be above me. But I don't know. I like I like Nash's matchups. Um, I mean, his team. I like Odo Beckham has kind of been the way Julio is. Like he's he's quietly having a really good season. He just hasn't. He has two touchdowns on the year. Um, but I mean, he's put up some. You know, the last couple of games, he's got eight catches, eight catches, six catches, eight catches, seven catches, nine catches. So he's having a good year. Um, just sucks he has to play with Eli, but. Uh, yeah, overall, taking I like Nasty in this one. Two for Bearju, one for Nasty. Ooh, that should make you nervous, Sam. That should make you nervous. And I called Big Dick of the Week for you. You know what happened for Suggs. <laughs> you called him Big Dick last week? No, uh, two weeks ago. Suggs? Oh, yeah, something like that. All right. The... Uh, Second to last game. This is our this is our Sunday afternoon America's game of the week. This is the Joe Buck game. Grit five and four. Two of the hottest teams in the league. I gotta I will say. Grit five and four going against RIP three and six. But he's a dangerous three and six. I would say you know Tim is the Tampa Bay Bucks of our fantasy league. Like. He may not win a lot of games, but the score is always going to be like 44 to 38. But he's going to give up a hell of a lot of points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, Dog, why don't you start us off with this one? So, w- would you say that grit season is on the line on this game? No, I don't, I don't think so because – uh, he's he's got a winning record right now, and the way everyone's bunched in, I mean, even if he if he goes, even if he loses this and goes to five and five, Bearju and Nashi are playing each other, so some one of them is going to be four and six. So I think this game pretty much hinges on. Uh, oh shit! Does he? Are, are, is uh, Houston on by? This week, yeah, Tim has got some nasty buys this week. Okay, and well then, and Denver. Yeah. So he's got he's got Watson, um, he's got Hopkins, and he's got Lindsey all on by. Yeah. So in the, in that case, I'm I'm going to pick grit. Um, I was going to say the game hinged on the Houston boys playing well, but um, if they're not playing, they can't play well. Right. Um, <laughs> And I don't think Tevin Coleman will have a game like he did last week. And Deshaun Jackson's been robust. They probably he has Adams and Kelsey who pretty consistently get a lot of points. But other than that, 
most of the matchups seem to favor grit. So. Yeah, Adams has been real good this year. Um, Tevin Coleman finally woke up. Uh, I mean, Sterling Shepard, I think he's a little little too unreliable. Baker's going to put up some some solid uh, solid points, but nothing nothing that scares you. So, I mean, I think you know Spence, your core of Cup, Boyd, Barkley, Garyon are are legit. Um, if you can get Gronk back, man, your team can definitely make some noise. So, yeah, like Dog said, because of the buys, going with going with grid in this one. As in my Kurt, as in my, I spoke on it earlier. I'll speak on it again. The team is rising. The team is rising, and while Tim does have a a historically unlucky season. It won't be luck that beats him this week. It will be grit. And that's all I have to say about that. Moving stuff, I will say. Uh yeah, this this will be a good one though. I mean this is a this is a must win for Tim. He's coming off his his big dick of the week, so I don't know. He's been Extremely unlucky. Maybe maybe that balances out. Uh, we will see. It'll be a good one to watch, though. Uh, all right. Before we get into the last game, dog, have you gotten uh, what is what is it called? Red Dead Two. Spence, what's that game called? Red Dead Redemption Two. Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. Dog, have you gotten uh, it? Uh, <laughs> uh, I haven't got it yet. What? But, are you uh... Are you going to get it? Uh yeah, I think so. I'm uh I don't know, man. I I haven't been I haven't been able to game as much, man. It's been been depressing. Damn, yeah, uh, I guess. That's that's sad stuff. You got to tell uh, what's what's your you're engaged, right? Yeah. What's her name, Kate? Yep. Yeah, you got to tell Kate there's a uh, I mean, I try, dude. I, I try to set aside gaming time. All right, like I tried to set the parameters, but it just doesn't always work out, man. You just, uh, you just have one speed, and that's go, right? You just <laughs> you know, it's a week later. No, uh, are you saying I'm too busy to game? No. No, no. no I'm just saying, like I mean. you, you don't know how to like game for like an hour here or there. Like if you game, oh yeah, game, it can't no, be yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's it's either marathon, it's either feast or famine, baby. Yeah, I don't know. That makes sense. So it's like, you know, it's like uh, just that old old thing. You can't can't get back into it because who knows what'll happen. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't know if I call it an addiction, um, but. You know, like Frank the Tank. You know, once it once it hits your thumbs, you are done. <laughs> I mean, you have Red Dead Redemption, Spence. Yeah, Spence, yeah, give us your give us like your thirty seconds on it. It is by far the game of the year, dude. Um, just uh, our open field, dude. World. It wouldn't really oh. it wouldn't really strike me as a game that you would like, man. To be honest with you, but I'm glad nah, you like dude, it, you man. Can, Why is you that? Can do every it, it's pretty much a role playing game, like. Like you go around, 
doing missions, so many side missions, hunting. Like, I killed a fucking bear, dude, and I wear it on my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when when I live with, uh, I didn't live with Spence, but he's fucking over every day, and he would just uh, fry me for all the games I played, so I didn't think he'd like, fuck with him that much. Or maybe he's too cool back then. Nah, you used to play, like, bullshit, like, Morrowind. And like <laughs> dark de- demon shit, like it, it, and this is before Game of Thrones, I think. So yeah, it, so, it so before cool. like sort of like fantasy worlds were accepted, you're just like a like a nerd. Yeah. It, it was like the pre pre gay gay. It was like a pre gay world. Mm-hmm. Dog, do you Fortnite? Uh, I had I actually don't very much, but one of my one of my friends got me into it. It's pretty fun. It's fucking hard though. Yeah, dog. They will smoke you. Them kids will smoke your ass. You Dude, I, 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 don't, I don't think I, I don't think I got the wits, man. I, I don't think I got the wits anymore, for it, <laughs> or, or the speed. I'm just an old man. I just sit in my yeah. cubicle and rot away. Do you know much about? Uh, I'm trying to to learn more about the esports world. Do you know much about it, dog? <laughs> um, I know that it's it's surprisingly big. Um. It's on like TBS and shit. Um, uh, I don't watch too much of it, but um, you know, may- maybe uh, maybe that will change. I know that there- some of them are fucking filthy rich for uh, just streaming. Dude, they just had—I forget—it was like some Fortnite championship or something like that that was just streaming on Twitch, and it was a couple weeks ago, but it was like a big match or whatever, and. It had more viewers than any Sunday night football game has all year long. Like that's insane. that's insane to me. I, I didn't know it was that big. I, yeah, I, it's like isn't isn't uh, like NFL primetime football pretty much like the highest TV ratings of the year? Yeah, but dude, Asia, all there's like a uh, billion Asians that just will watch that shit. Yeah, Asian Asians rule the world, man. They have all the all the people and, and, and the money, like all the products are going to start being catered towards them. Cause like yeah. we're in the global economy now. I'm thinking look, once when, when fantasy ends and we all get depressed around like February dog, maybe you should start us up an esports fantasy league. That way we can just, you know, stoke the fire a little bit in the off season. <laughs> uh, those exist. I, I told you, I don't really know much about it. Yeah, I think they do exist, but I don't know much either. I was I was hoping you could be our guy. Can you imagine Dog running, being the commissioner of a esports fantasy league? He fucking tears he, apart. He would be ruthless, dude. All right. Well, we'll save that. Uh, we'll save that for the off season. But our, our game of the week, the man himself, in second place, Dog abides six and three, going against. Green pie, five and four. Uh, this is a big game, obviously. You know, two two high up teams. Um, I think, dog, if you win this one, you pretty much will lock up a buy for yourself. Um, I, I don't know about a buy, but I'm pretty much in the playoffs already. Um, kind of similar to AJ, not quite a hundred percent, but like a lot of things would have to like people would have to score a lot more points, especially to knock me out of the playoffs. Um, but I think my team's declining. 
Um, like a lot of the people that, you know, used to score a lot of points like Galladay, um, you know, they're Galladay is barely even startable at this point. I, I just like don't have anyone else. And that's kind of why I'm playing him. But look at the, look at that shit. Look at the last two weeks. Like yeah. that guy, you could but, pick someone off the wire that does more, scores more than that. But I, you got to think long term. The Golden Tate thing will be good for him. I mean, that's what I thought. Like I was actually talking to Tim about trading um, Kenny Galladay, and, and the only reason I held on to him was uh, because of that trade. And I don't know, like you know, I, I think last year I made too many trades. Uh, I feel like I had like probably the best team on paper, but you know sometimes you just gotta stick with your guns. I don't know, stick with who you drafted. Yeah, so I, you... I think Kenny. I think Kenny Galladay is one of those guys that's not going to benefit from Golden Tate leaving because like Golden Tate just like he created so much space and like he created so much attention that I don't know. Like even with the targets, sometimes losing a guy like that takes a hit on people like Galladay who aren't established as elite number ones. Yeah. I mean, it all makes sense. Um, I think he he used to get more target share than he does now. Like, I don't know. Like Stafford was like, I guess, uh, peppering him with targets earlier in the year, but now it's uh, like, you know, four targets a game. I mean, not going to get by on that. What's going on with uh with Bilal Powell on your bench? You you saving him for next year or what? <laughs> uh, honestly, there's like our wire is like they're fucking ravenous, dude. Like I cannot get anyone good off the wire ever. It, it's like, barren. It's it's ridiculous. Like literally every player of value is gone off the wire, and. Like the only time I get anyone good is actually waiting till like Saturday when somebody makes a last minute move. Like people make so many moves that they're dropping players that they paid money for, you know, in the same week. So that's why I keep it on. Like <laughs> I know that he, he's definitely not coming back. It said it was almost career ending, right? Yeah. So I should probably just drop him just to drop him and pick up like a defense or something, but. I'm just kind of running through I got and see how far I can get. I I mean, I think that, you know, I'm I'm a championship contender, wouldn't you say? Yeah, 100%. I mean, with Gurley and Thielen uh, and and even Rivers, I mean, Rivers has been killing it this year. Uh, I think what you need one of those guys between Davis and Galladay to, like, break out, I think think could – potentially be Davis if uh, Tennessee starts playing better. And then Kittle, he's a fucking stud, man. That guy is really good. He, he's debatably, debatable the best tight end in the league so far, right, this year. And uh, Davis gets – does he get more tar- – he gets, like, as many targets as Odell Beckham does a game. He yeah, had, uh, he had like, 12 targets last game or something, uh, 10. And, I mean, even though he's not, like, super effective – like you kind of have like when you're getting that many targets, you kind of have a four, you know, like a a good four that is probably worth starting most weeks. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think about Dark King. 
I, I think that uh, Kittle, well, he 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 is he has good games. If you look at the numbers, he's kind of average against good defenses that are good against the tight end. And the numbers why Giants don't have a great defense, but against the tight end, they're giving up the 23rd least least points for tight end. So that for Kittle and not on a good team in San Francisco, I don't know. Um, and I also, now hear me out because he's been frying all year up until last game. I think we're going to see a, a big decline in Adam Thielen. Here's why. He's the best at what he does, but he's still not a number one. You take Diggs out the game, and he is the focal point of it, of of the offense. Because even with him catching all these passes, you're game planning for Diggs. You're game planning for that speed. You're game planning for that athletic ability. Because at any point, ask the Saints. He can take it off, take take off the top. So I think that with Diggs' injury and with teams just understanding that they might have to pay a little bit more attention to him and let Diggs eat if they want to, because like Cousins is a fraud. I'm I'm sorry, he's not worth the money. He's a fraud. So take away his go-to's, which are down the middle of the field historically. And I think we're going to see a decline from Thielen coming out of the bye. Um, I, I think Chris Davis is a fraud. I think Sammy Watkins, that injury, now he's, a, now he's sparked. And I kind of think, like, Keenan Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and, and, and Kareem Hunt can carry Tron deep in the playoffs. Like, he's been getting lucky as fuck with just, like, great weeks, like, great, like, great times of play people. But that, like, he's also had, like, a very quiet Keenan Allen. Jordan Howard had a good game last week. I, I think we could see a big game out of him, and, and that's why I'm going with him. Yeah, the the thing with Cream Pie, I mean, uh, I don't know exactly how many weeks now, but it's been at least three or four where Cream Hunt catches a touchdown, and that just, like, that shit really adds up. I mean, that's, like... If over the course of four weeks, if those are either rushing touchdowns or if that if those touchdowns just go to someone else on the same team, I mean that's like that's eighty to a hundred points. Like it's crazy. So he he could potentially have. I mean we saw it a couple of weeks ago when he he put up either like a hundred or ninety or something like that. Even if home, Mahomes has one bad game or if Hunt puts up a dud, like I think the rest of his team is not good enough. To, to pick up the slack. Um, whereas, you know, this game, for example, like dogs team, like a bad game for Gurley is 20 points. And then, you know, David Johnson should be able to get 10 to 15. Like, I think dogs team is just, is more complete. Um, so cream pie does have some good matchups, but uh, I just think, I think dogs can take this one down, you know, eight out of 10 times. So, I mean, I know I have to pick myself, but uh, I, I think it's going to be really close. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I, I I didn't even, like, I didn't even realize that, that 
that Thielen was out this week, I'll be honest. And uh, so it's he, he's he's definitely good for at least 10 points. He's been getting mo- mostly 20, over 20. So he's most of my scoring, really, or a big chunk of it. So I think I could squeeze it out. But So I'm going to pick myself, but it's going to be close. All right. Well, that's uh, two for dog, one for cream pie. It'll be interesting. Is uh, I mean, the next few weeks is this is what it all comes down to. So, um, pretty much must win game for my team, must win game for Tim's team. Um, possibly, you know, then obviously huge standings for Bear Jew, Nash team, Mixon, and uh, Runs MC. But boys, it's been real. Anything you guys want to add? With it as tight as it been, man, we might see some teams in the playoffs that, you know, you might think don't belong in the playoffs. And I said in the beginning of the show, it is anybody's game, man. But I've never felt more alive going into it. Well, all right, so one one thing to end on. But I guess uh, you don't have to elaborate too much, but – since both you guys are in the playoffs now, who's the one team you don't want to see make the playoffs? Pedro. Doug? Uh, I'm going to say I don't want to see Tron's team in the playoffs. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. All right, well. Real quick, like looking at it, like, like you said, like Tim has the third most points. He's in he's in tenth place. Um, Bearjus in seventh place. The teams that are are solid in the top, but I I just feel like not that they don't belong because anybody that gets there, you know, you won the fucking games. But oh man, you get in the fucking playoffs for just some some team that put up eighty seven points one week. And that usually doesn't happen because, like, your team is it's just it's just so much spread on the league. But man, so I I, I kind of am curious on the point differential last year. Like, if the if there was like so what the, the biggest the difference between the highest and the lowest is what like about two hundred points. It seems really close to me. Uh, let me, let's pull this up. All right. So last year, uh, Bears, you had the most points with 16.09. And then the lowest was Captain Turk with 13.37. So roughly 270 points, 280 points, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's not that much different, but it feels, it feels closer. Maybe it's because the record. Different. But... It feels <laughs> Yeah. The yeah, records are close. All right. Well, it'll be an interesting one. We will uh Doc, thanks for coming on. See you guys next week. All right, boys. It's been a pleasure, folks. Many men wish death upon me. Blood in my dog and I can't see. I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be. And niggas tryna take my life away I put a hole in a nigga for fucking with me My back on the wall, now you gon' see Better watch
watch how you talk when you talk about me Cause I'll come and take your life away Many men, many, 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 many men Wish death on me, Lord, I don't cry no more Don't look to the sky no more Have mercy on me These pussy niggas put money on my head Gone, get your refund, motherfucker, I ain't dead I'm the diamond in the dirt that ain't been found I'm the underground king and I ain't been crowned When I rhyme, something special happen every time I'm the greatest, something like Ali in this prime I walk the block with the bundles, I've been knocked on the humble Swing the ox when I rumble, show your ass with my gun Gotta tip a nigga, go ahead, lose your head Turn your back on me, get clapped and lose your legs I walk around, gun on my waist Chip on my shoulder, top bust a clip in your face Post to this beef ain't no Many men, many, 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 many men Wish death on me, Lord, I don't cry no more Don't look to the sky no more Have mercy on me, have mercy on my soul Somewhere my heart turned cold Have mercy on many men Many, 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 many men Wish death on me days wouldn't be special if it wasn't for rain Joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain Death gotta be easy, cause life is hard It'll leave you physically, mentally, and emotionally scarred This is for my niggas on the block, doing some trees and cigars For the niggas on lock, doing life behind bars I don't say only God can judge me, cause I see things clear Quick these crackers, I give my black ass a hundred years I'm like Paulie and Goodfellas, you can call me the dog Like Malcolm by any means, with my gun in my palm Slim switch sides on me, let niggas ride on me I thought we was cool, why you want me to die, homie, homie? Many men, many, 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 many men Wish death on me, Lord, I don't cry no more Don't look to the sky no more Have mercy on me, have mercy on my soul Somewhere my heart turned cold Have mercy on many men, many, 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 many men Wish death Every on night, me Every night I talk to God, but he don't say nothing back I know he protected me, but I still stay with my gat and my nightmares Niggas keep pulling checks on me Cypher say some bitch dumb, put a hex on me The feds didn't know much when Pop got shot I got a kite from the pins that told me Tuck got knocked I ain't gon' spell it out for you motherfuckers all the time Are you a literate nigga? You can't read between the lines In the Bible it says, what goes around comes around I'ma shot me, three weeks later he got shot down Now it's clear that I'm here for a real reason Cause he got hit like I got hit, but he ain't fucking breathing Many men, many, 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 many men Wish death on me, Lord, I don't cry no more Don't look to the sky no more Have mercy on me, have mercy on my soul Somewhere my heart turned cold Have mercy on many men Many, many, many